the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for listening today to The Covenant Word with Reverend John Eniameke of Bethel Covenant Assembly of God in San Antonio, Texas, where we are touching heaven and changing earth. Today, Reverend John is teaching about the blessedness of the Holy Communion. The Holy Communion, known as the Lord's Supper, represents the greatest expression of God's love for His people. Two items are used in the Holy Communion. The bread, which represents Jesus' body, and the cup, which represents His shed blood. This is truly the love of God for us, and the love that the Lord has for us. Even though we were still sinners, He agreed to die for us. Romans chapter 5 Verse 8. The Holy Communion is very symbolic of what Christ did for us and is the covenant of deliverance for us. It is important to remember that when we take the communion, we do not take it unworthily, lest we be cursed. Here is Reverend John. Luke 22. I'm going to speak briefly before the communion on the blessedness of the Holy Communion. And when the hour was come, Luke 22 and verse 14. And when the hour was come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. And he said unto them, with desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God of God. He took the cup and he gave thanks and said, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took the bread and he gave thanks. Somebody say he gave thanks. And break it and gave unto them saying, this is my body which is given for you. The body has been given for me and you. Oh, you didn't hear that. I said God's, Jesus' body has already been given for me and you. So that means you will no more be needed. Your body is not needed for the sacrifice. Oh, if you shout amen, the Lord will confirm his word in your life. Likewise also, the cup after supper saying this cup. Is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. So blood has already been shed for you. Tell you about the blood has been shed for me. Thank you for the power of your word. One more time. Bless it and speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. One more time. Say it with me with your right hand up. I shall not die. Come on, say it with power. Somebody shout, I shall not die. I shall live to declare the works of the Lord. If you believe it, shout, Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. 
The Holy Communion, known as the Lord's Supper, represents the greatest expression of God's love for his people. There are two items using the Holy Communion. is the bread which represents Jesus' body that was scourged and broken before and during his crucifixion. And the cup which represents his shed blood. The communion is more than a wafer and wine. The communion is beyond the bread and the wine. The communion represents the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. It is symbolic of what Christ has done for us on the cross. Taking the body and the blood of Jesus in holy communion is our covenant of deliverance. Somebody say covenant of deliverance. So when you take the communion, you share in the covenant. <laughs> when you take the communion, you share in the what? The covenant. And that's why God told us that tonight is a covenant of life service. God told every better member and every part of better global to be here tonight. Because we know the scripture says salvation for each day is the evil thereof. You don't give the enemy chance. The devil is a bastard. Don't give the enemy chance. In the name of Jesus. You have a lot of plans. You have a lot of vision. You have a lot of goals. You have a lot that you want to accomplish. So it's so important to secure your destiny under the covenant of God's blood. You have children. You have grandchildren. If you know what this virus did by separating families. People could not see their family members for over a year. One virus shook the world. One virus shook the world. If you shook the world and keep any people, don't take, don't take it for granted. But one thing I know, no matter how great the virus is, it's not as great as the almighty God. <laughs> Let me tell you how powerful the blood is. When the blood of Jesus touched the earth, there was earthquake. You are not hearing what I'm saying. The cup represents his shed blood. The wafer and the wine, which is symbolic of the body and the blood, is for our covenant of deliverance. It's through this meal at the Lord's table that we find healing. It's through this meal that we experience miracles. It's at the Lord's table that we enter into his presence and most importantly, take his presence into our being. So as you take the communion, it's not just some symbolic act. It simply means now the body of Christ is inside your body. The blood of Christ is inside your blood. That's a greater blood transfusion. Child of God, you have been immunized with a powerful blood. <laughs> Did you hear me? You didn't hear me. You have been inoculated with power. In Luke chapter 22. In Luke chapter 22, the place where we read, Jesus shared the last supper with his disciples. He conveyed the power of the Passover to the Holy Communion. It was the end of one tradition 
and it was the beginning of a new one. No longer would we have to sacrifice a lamb for atonement. He himself became the lamb. Nowhere in the account of this Passover meal did they mention the lamb, if you noticed. Because the last supper, the lamb was not on the table. The lamb was sitting at the table. Child of God, if the lamb was on the table, that means the lamb has died. If the lamb is sitting at the table, that means the lamb is alive. If you, if you go before your time, who will sit at the table? If you go before your time, who will walk your daughter down the aisle? If you go before your time, if they say, who give this to be married? Who, you, nobody will represent you on your day of honor. Christ became the sacrifice for our atonement. In the Old Testament, the Passover, the blood of the Lamb was applied on the doorpost so that the dead angel would pass over those homes. What we are doing tonight, we are enforcing something that Christ has shown us in Scripture. It's an established fact that then when there was a scourge, when there were plagues in Egypt, was established that the blood saved the children of Israel. Child of God, it looks like a formality. But that formality was more than a principality. Yeah. I will live and not die. Exodus 12 and verse 3. Speak ye unto all the congregation. Speak. This thing we are doing if it is working, huh? keep doing it. Whenever people don't have the answer to your success, they downgrade you to where you are coming from. Because people always want to hear bad. But can I tell you, for you it will be good news. Though. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, in the tenth day of this month, they shall take of them every man a lamb according to the house of their fathers a lamb for the house and if the, let me help you skip go to verse 7 and they shall take off the blood and strike it on the two sides of the post on the upper door post of the houses wherein they shall eat it and they shall eat the flesh at that night, roast with fire, unleavened bread, with bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Go to verse 13. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. Haven't you noticed, listen to me, that the things people used to put their trust in, COVID has defeated them. Destroy the gods of Egypt. 
destroyed the gods of Egypt. Destroyed it. Shut it down. To tell you, God is the controller of the heavens and the earth. All power is in his hand. Thank you for listening today to the Covenant Word with Reverend John Eniameke of Bethel Covenant Assembly of God in San Antonio, Texas. To learn more, go to BethelCovenantAG.org. Here is Reverend John continuing the message. Why did Jesus wait till the very last time to do it? To tell you that, listen, he always saves the best for last. That's why I call it the last supper. The last. Let me give them this thing so that they know as they do it, they remember me and I am the one that is the alpha and omega. What are seven things the communion will do for us? I don't have time to teach it tonight, but I just listed. Number one, the blood of Jesus represents the forgiveness of our sins. The blood of Jesus was shed for the forgiveness of our sins. So when we take the communion, we take that blood, it lets us know, it emphasizes, it reinforces the power of what Jesus did on the cross. Ephesians 1, 7, in him we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Because of Christ's shed blood, God is able to forgive us for our sins. If the blood was not shed, it doesn't matter corona or no corona, you are not guaranteed of eternal life. Somebody hearing me? Some people will escape corona, but they will miss heaven. What shall he profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? So tonight, as you take the blood, remember what Christ has done for you. Stand upon that finished work. Take advantage of that blood that was shed for you. And let every area of your body know that this blood was shed for the remission of your sins. Somebody shout amen. amen. Matthew 26, 28. For this is my blood of the covenant, which was poured out for many. Many. That many includes me and you for the forgiveness of our sins. Number two. The blood, through the blood, we gain bold access to God in worship and in prayer and in fellowship. Colossians 1.21 And although we were formerly alienated and hostile in mind and engaged in evil deeds, the Bible makes us understand that today, Hebrews 10 verse 19, we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood. Of Jesus. Hebrews 10 verse 19. We have boldness and confidence to approach God. With our prayers. With our worship. Because we are no longer strangers. And far away. From God. The blood also brings us into fellowship. With Christ and one another. You see that in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 23. When Paul was saying. I have received from the Lord. Which I passed to you. The Lord Jesus. On the night he was betrayed. He took the bread. After they had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. That qualifies us to fellowship with Christ and with one another in his name. 
Number three, the blood cleanses our consciences. When we sin, for us not to die of guilty conscience, the blood of Jesus washes our consciences. Scripture says, from every act that leads to death, that we might serve the living God. You find that in Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 14. How much more with the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purifying our conscience from dead works so that we can serve the living God. Without the blood of Jesus, if you sin, the devil still has the ability to bring your sin of 2005 to you. And when he brings that sin, God has nothing but to say, okay, yes, you are right, because this is an evidence. God is a just God. God is not a fair God. So the devil will keep using your past sins to taunt you before the almighty God. But thanks for the blood. When the blood washes you, he, he, he blots out your sins. The Bible says he, he takes it away as far as the east is from the west. Are you hearing me tonight? Now let me tell you, north and south, north and south, they meet. East and west, they don't meet. That is why Jesus said it in the world. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our sins from us. Can I tell you, the devil will never be able to catch you with your sins again because of the blood. Yes, the devil can say, oh, you stole 2005. He said, well, not me. It's no longer I that live it, but Christ that lives in me. Something shall glory. You wonder why they nailed his hands and blood gushed out. Everywhere the devil is looking for your DNA. You know, when you see the finger of a man, fingerprint, have you? When the blood touches your fingerprint, it gives you a fresh one. Discharged and acquitted. Number four, we are progressively cleansed from more and more sins through the blood. When you are saved, it doesn't mean that you may not sin again. But that blood is just as potent from cleansing you in the very first sin and any other sin you will commit. That's why when we sin again, we say, God, Father, forgive us. And it restores us back. Restores us back to fellowship with God. Thank God for the power. So we say, Pastor, show me. Hebrews 13, 12. So Jesus also suffered outside of the city gates. To make the people holy through his own blood. Hebrews 12 14, telling us again these truths. Number five, we conquer the accuser of the brethren through the blood. Revelations 12 11, we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, meaning Satan, and by the word of our testimony. So today, if the devil is looking for you, release the blood. Tell you about release the blood of Jesus. Number six, we are rescued from a sinful way of life. Redemption through his blood. Hebrews 9.12 He did not enter by the means of blood of goats and cows. But he entered the most holy place once and for all. By his own blood. His own. 
in the Old Testament, they were killing bulls and goats. This time, he said, no, forget the bulls and goats. I'm here. That's why when he entered the temple, he, he overturned the table. He, he, he whooped them. He, what are you talking about? They, so I thought he was, he was a liar. Eh? Even though he's also the lamb. The guy was mad. Boom! Took a whip. Boom! Why did they not touch him? Zeal for my father's house. Because they were taking advantage of people. Those high priests. Oh, you wonder why they wanted to kill him? That's why. Jesus spoiled their business. Jesus got mad because they were trading with people's destinies. A man that does not know the power of the blood, evil prophets will trade with your destiny. Pastors will be collecting money from you to give you prophecy. When Jesus has paid the price. Eh? The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Prophets are only relevant because Jesus came. You are not hearing me. Elijah, Elisha, Nahum, Haggai, all of them, they have a job because Jesus was going to come. Micah. That's why it's called I made after Jesus came. You didn't hear all those people anymore. All of them have a they had a job. Because all of them were testifying about the Lamb of God. Including Isaiah, who was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. He would not be relevant if Jesus was not coming. Including John the Baptist. Behold the Lamb of God. That take, after he identified the Lamb, Jesus said, God told him, come home. The job is finished. Number seven, the blood perfects us. In order to do the will of God. Hebrews chapter 13, 20 to 21. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant, brought back from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. So the blood equips, perfects. You see evil thoughts flowing in your mind. Plead the blood. Bad thoughts can come. They can come. You are human. You have emotions. You have something in your brain called thalamus. But if the thought is not the thought of Christ, you purge it by the blood. Today, Reverend John reminded us of the importance of the Holy Communion and the symbolic significance of it. In this act, he, Christ Jesus, made us to know that the ultimate sacrifice has been made by him and therefore will not require us sacrificing goats and bulls anymore to atone for our sins. Reverend John started on the seven things the communion, representing the blood of Jesus, would do for us. Number one, gives us forgiveness of our sins. Ephesians chapter one, verse seven. Number two, brings us into the fellowship with Christ and one another. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Number three, cleanses our conscience. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14. Number four, progressively cleanses us from more and more sins. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 12. Number five, conquers the accusers of the brethren through the blood. 
Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. Number six, rescues us from a sinful way of life. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12. And number seven, perfects us in order to do the will of God. Hebrews chapter 13, verses 20 to 21. Please join us next week for another important and exciting message. On another note, we have outgrown our present worship center and we are currently building a new worship center on Braun in 1604 in San Antonio, Texas. However, we need help to complete it. Here is our pastor to tell you more. Praise the Lord. God bless you. This is John Ademeke, the lead pastor of Bethel Covenant Assembly of God right here in the city of San Antonio. I want to use this opportunity to appreciate all our listening audience and partners all over the world that join us every week for this broadcast. We pray God's blessings upon you and your family in Jesus' name. I also want to use this opportunity to kindly indulge and crave your support towards our building project that is currently going on right here in San Antonio on 1604 and Brown. We're building a befitting sanctuary for the Lord, an international worship center. And I want to humbly appeal to you and your family to please consider supporting us financially for this work. Um, we're estimating that the construction will be completed before the end of the year. If you want to join us and support this work, you can go to BethelCovenantAG.org and click on the giving link. And that will lead you straight to how you can support for the building project. And I believe that the Lord would bless you. He will bless your family. He will bless your children. And he would establish the work of your hands. One more time, we want you to go to our website, BethelCovenantAG.org, and click on the giving link to support this good work for the building project. Thank you for giving. And may God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Please help us complete the sanctuary. No amount is too big or too small. Thank you in advance for your help. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.